Assalamu alaikum everyone, welcome back to another podcast, my podcast, and I'm your host Farah as always, I hope you're all well inshallah, and I'm doing good too, alhamdulillah. So, today's podcast, that was my stomach, <laughs> so today's podcast will be about how merciful Allah is and how you shouldn't think that you're too much of a sinner or you've sinned too much to turn back to Allah because I've seen that's what a lot of people believe and that's what a lot of people in today's society believe that if you did something once or if you were like something once that you'll always be defined by that thing you did by those clothes you wore by those things you said even if you try to change, and that's not true. So let's get into it. The other day I was on social media, TikTok specifically, and I noticed there was a post about an old man stunk under rubble due to a recent earthquake that happened in Turkey and Syria. Now, may Allah keep them all safe and protected, and may whoever died go to Jannah. Amin. So in this video, the old man is asking for water so he can make wudu and pray, even though he's trapped under rubble. And even though he can't move at all, he's literally crushed. His stomach against the floor is crushed and he can't move. He's stuck under a collapsed building. Yet he's asking for water so he can make wudu and so he can pray. He's not using it as an excuse so that he... he can get away from his obligations because no matter how many excuses you make you can't get away from your obligations right so even though he's stuck and he physically can't move he still wants water he still wants to pray he still knows that he needs to do that because he's a muslim yet some of us are over here in comfortable houses comfortable environments we're not trapped under rubble We don't have anything physically stopping us from praying. Yet, all we say is, I'm too cold to go to the bathroom. It's too cold to make wudu. I'm feeling hot, so I don't want to move from in front of my fan. I'm feeling hot, so I don't want to go to the bathroom because it's stuffy and someone just had a shower. That's not a valid excuse. If this man, who's stuck under rubble, who's stuck under a collapsed building still decides that he needs to pray, he needs water, he needs to make wudu, he still needs to pray, then who are you to think about not praying or thinking about delaying it or thinking that I can't be bothered to get up because I'm lazy. I can't be bothered to go to the bathroom because it's cold. See, that just sounds ridiculous. Your excuses will never get you anywhere. Okay, we need to try our best, and that is definitely not our best. Anyways, there was a comment under this video where someone was talking about how they're ashamed and want Allah to guide them back to prayers. Now this, that comment isn't my point, but it gets to my point, because both on social media and in real life, you will always see people who say they want to start praying again, or people who say they want to start practicing again, but a lot of them feel as though they have sinned too much. They have 
done too much wrong in their life that they could never turn back to Allah. They feel as though Allah will never forgive them because they have done so much wrong in their life. They feel like they feel as though they've committed the worst of the worst sins in their life, so they can't turn back to Allah. And that is simply not true. Allah himself said that he accepts sincere repentance. He says that he will accept your repentance as long as it's sincere and you do repent, then he'll forgive you, right? Someone who repents with the intention of trying to do better in life, of trying to better their wrongs, is someone who Allah will will accept repentance from. He has said it himself, and we all know that Allah is never wrong, and he never does anything wrong, and he never lies, and he's always always truthful to what he says. He has said that if you do if you do what's right, if you follow the religion, then you will go to Jannah, right? So why would he stop you from going to Jannah? Why would he not accept your repentance? It doesn't make sense, right? Now if we think that he has done something wrong, then we are wrong, because everything Allah does is out of goodness for us. And it doesn't matter whether we deserve it or not, because he always, always will do what's good for us, what's best for us. Right? Multiple times throughout the Quran, Allah has mentioned that repentance and how he accepts sincere repentance. For example, in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 37, he says, Then Adam received from his Lord some words, and he accepted his repentance. Indeed, it is he who is accepting of repentance, the merciful. Listen to the last sentence again. Indeed, it is he who is accepting of repentance, the merciful. Now, Allah himself has said that he accepts repentance and that he is the merciful. Not merciful, but the merciful. Now, this is because one of Allah's names are Ar-Rahman. Sorry, I mean Ar-Rahim, which translates to merciful. A lot of the times, Allah uses Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim to describe himself. The most generous, the most merciful. So if, sorry, not not if, when Allah says he is the most merciful and the most gracious, then how would he not forgive you? It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, when we have people who try to better themselves, they always have at least one person around them who mocks them and says that they can't because they're just being fake, they want more attention, and they should never forget how much of a sinner they are. These people are Muslim, and they should know it's wrong, because as Muslims we shouldn't be doing this. We should encourage goodness and encourage the deen with dawah and support. So if a sister, for example, who goes clubbing as in, in, and is an alcoholic, decides that she wants to better herself, we should never say, you can't do that. Oh, you can't. Do you think you will be forgiven? You're a sinner. Look at yourself. Do you ever think God will forgive you because you've done this, this and this? 
No, we should never say that. What kind of Muslim does that make you? If you're a Muslim who always condescends people, you always insult people, you never help people. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to help and encourage people, not shut them down, insult them, belittle them. That's completely wrong. Because at the end of the day, we are all sinners who just sin differently. I would sin differently to you. Doesn't mean you're right, doesn't mean I'm right. It means we all need to be- we both need to better ourselves in different ways, okay? Even if you don't go drinking or clubbing, you could be committing a major sin of backbiting or a sin which is far worse than the other person, right? Now that doesn't mean clubbing is right. It just means that you have no right to belittle, berate and insult other people because you could be doing something far worse and you may not know it. Because at the end of the day, no one is perfect, right? And if we were, then Allah would not put us on this earth to be tested. We would be angels or something else, okay? We wouldn't be here, okay? Humans are not perfect, They all make mistakes. If we were perfect, there would be no hell, okay? Or we would not be here. We would just be angels, right? But Allah has given us free will to choose what to do. To choose the righteous path, to choose the path of sin. Or maybe windle between trying to find our way onto the path of righteousness. In the same surah, Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 160, Allah says, Except for those who repent and correct themselves and make evident what they concealed, those I will accept their repentance, and I am the accepting of repentance, the merciful. MashaAllah, see? What an amazing God we have. He is truly the greatest and incomparable to all of what He has created, okay? Completely incomparable. If you look at people, can we forgive like him? No. Even if, say if someone did something to you, spoke bad of you, did something to you which is really, really bad, right? And they ask you for forgiveness. Even if you do say, I forgive you, you would still have that little bit in your heart that will hate them that will resent them, that will have a bias against them because of that thing they did to you. Because we cannot forgive people like Allah can forgive people. Yeah? We can... We are nothing in comparison, okay? Our forgiveness doesn't exist. His forgiveness is endless. So take that opportunity... Take the chance that you have to repent for your sins, to gain forgiveness for your sins before it's too late. Now, Allah does accept all true and sincere repentance, but repentance comes with intention to correct that sin. So, say for example, you drink alcohol a lot and get drunk a lot, and you know that it is a sin. So you want to correct yourself. You would first have to realise that it is a sin. Right? It makes sense. You have to first realise that what you're doing is wrong in order to want to correct it. Otherwise you will never correct it. You need to realise 
your wrong to make it a right. Now, after you realise that it is a wrong and you realise that you need to fix it, then you would make the intention of stopping and sincerely repent to Allah, asking for your, for your, sorry, asking for his forgiveness, to gain his forgiveness. After that, you would gradually start drinking less and less. You would stop getting drunk and maybe only drink on occasions like, I don't even have an example, sorry. Then completely, completely stop eventually. A lot of us just can't stop things straight away, okay? Especially if it's been in our life for a very, very long time and it's become a daily habit or a weekly habit or some sort of habit. Something seen as normal. Especially if you're surrounded by family who do drink a lot and stuff. Because say you're a revert or, or your family doesn't practice or something like that. Now, an example for me would be dressing modest, okay? I used to wear very short tops, showing a bit of stomach and that sort of stuff. The tightest skinny jeans that were a bit like leggings and short skirts and dresses and that sort of stuff. But very slowly, I started wearing longer tops covering my stomach, longer sleeves, wider trousers and then mini dresses as tops for more modesty and mainly dresses and skirts as well. And now sometimes I wear a hijab, but I have a skin condition, so I can't really wear a hijab most of the time. So I'm still on that journey, figuring out the fabric, so maybe I can wear a hijab one day. But yeah, everyone has their own own path and their own way of of figuring out their sin and correcting it. If you sincerely repent and try to change that habit for Allah, he has said that he will forgive you and accept your repentance because there's nothing to lose, okay? We think that when we change something about ourselves, we lose a part of ourselves. But if you think about it, it, it it's not an important part at all. Right? It's not a part that will kill you. It's not a part of yourself that will do any goodness for you, okay? It's a part of yourself that will harm you, that will send you to the wrong path. It will put you on the wrong path in life and maybe even put you in hell, which you don't want, yeah? Just to please Allah, okay? Everything you do, think, will Allah like this? No, don't do it. Will Allah like this? Yes, then do it. Okay, that's a good way to think. If you wear something, can I pray in this? Yes, then wear it. Can I pray in this? No, then don't wear it. If you go somewhere, is it okay if I die there? Yes. Then go there. No, then don't go there. Is it okay? Is it a good environment to, if I go there? Like, is are there drugs, this, that? Yes, then go. don't go there. No, then go there, okay? But, alhamdulillah, that's all for today. And inshallah, everyone tr- tunes into my next episode. Also, don't forget to follow my Instagram and TikTok with the same names. 
for more content. And until next time, salam.